Welcome to the Derwood Experience, where we talk seriously about nonsense. I'm Ethan. I'm Jessica. And we're talking about personas. And I contend that Jess um, has multiple personas. <laughs> How did this all start, Ethan? What were we talking about? I, we were on a happy hour or something. I don't know exactly how it started. We were. Um, and I was saying, well, I act different in front of my kids. I don't oh, swear. Yeah. Like, if you want me to hang out with you, I I can't hang out with you with my girls around because I'm going to be different. And yeah, what did you say? Um, I don't know. I know as I contend that I don't have multiple personas and that you do. You told me I'm weird because why do I act different in front of my kids? And I said, no, you're weird because <laughs> you don't act different. I, and I you said, know, I'm, I might, I might be leaning that way that I am the oddball in that respect that I, I think, and that's come from since we've had that conversation playing Sea of Thieves and having a number of interactions where you know, people are one way at first and then completely change after they interact with me. And so I had, you know, an instance where these guys, they were pretending to be new and I knew they weren't. And I was about two seconds too late to try and stop them from blowing up my boat. And then, um, they were like super toxic, right? So saying mean stuff or, um, maybe you, they were, I don't think these guys were using gamer words, but they were just toxic. Um, and so they were expecting to get a reaction from me and I didn't give them that reaction. And it went from them being really toxic to in about two minutes, us being friends and mm -hmm. hanging out for hours, just tooling around doing stuff on the server. And so, yes, I have been wondering if I'm the weird one where I'm the same all the time and everybody else has got these different uh, personas that they, they put on based on situations that they're in. <laughs> so what's your definition of persona, though? That's where I'm – like we're, we work in an like environment a... where we talk about personas, but some people may not know what that means. So what's <laughs> your true. definition That's of persona? True. <laughs> It is not a user experience journey or a user. That's not what a persona is here. <laughs> Thank you for describing it that way. So to What's me, your it's definition like of a persona? there's a work Jess <laughs> and a not work Jess mm -hmm. and a, a mom Jess mm -hmm. <laughs> and maybe some, I'm pretty sure there's a girl's night Jess too. <laughs> oh, that's the fun Jess. <laughs> ask my girlfriends <laughs> yeah and i didn't even i mean i didn't pick up on that till well actually i did that's not true like i could always tell right like i knew i'm like this isn't like the jest that i would meet outside of work um and then it was it was one of the you know work meetings that we had and we were all hanging out like we do all the time well when we can get together Mm -hmm. yeah, afterwards and we just started getting real about stuff and like I'm like oh I'm like I'm like I knew Jess was awesome <laughs> 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 but 
but there's just like more things that you would never say in a work setting, right? There's no reason to talk about them in a work setting. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? You're saying maybe you're the ob- oddball out. Do you think most people do have different ways that they portray themselves in different groups of people? Do you think that's more common than not? I actually, I think that it probably is now. I, you know. I was not expecting you to say that. I thought we were supposed <laughs> to argue about this for the next, like, 30 minutes for us to disagree, and this would be fun. But now you're agreeing with me? It's taken a year for you to agree with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's growth. That's all that is, is growth. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt to answer the question. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, that's the. Yeah, I. I, can I don't know. I could go. I mean, I could go either way. I don't know. So I'm just rolling through like all these people that I've known. Uh, you know, the people that I worked with at the last client I was at, uh, people I've interviewed. Like, I, I know I can definitely pick up when that's not them. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know that for sure. I can pick up almost instantly on that, which that's I've also learned. Conversation. Yeah, I've also learned that not everybody can do that. I totally thought everybody could do that and that these people that are like fooling people are really just fooling themselves. And I guess in reality, they're actually fooling everybody and not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a whole different conversation as well. But yes, you're right. You have a special unique ability to see when people are not being authentic and genuine, but a lot of times people don't see that. Yeah. And I wonder if that's, I wonder if maybe that's too, I don't know because I use because I am the same way all the time right so I share things all the time too appropriate (laughs) not not usually not appropriate never not appropriate (laughs) (laughs) but like so I remember one time we were at a I was at a place and we had oh there are a bunch of us on a team you know we're like 30 people on the team and um we're all sitting around in the pit like bs in one day and we hadn't ever really like nobody had ever really gotten personal and like i don't know i just threw this story out that had just happened too so it was like you know my mom grew up differently than me (laughs) and she grew up in hawaii and american samoa um so like it's stories of they didn't have toilet paper. They used banana leaves. Like that is, I don't understand that. I don't understand that concept. And so like she can't, she just came from a different place. And so I had gotten like Panda Express one night. This is when I was like still, I think we were still living with her. And, um, she, I had like, I was done. I didn't eat all of it and I was done. And I like set it in the garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, she, like, took it out of the garbage and, like, ate the rest of it, which isn't, like, it's not a gross thing because it's not like it was all in there, right? So I shared that story and just kind of, like, how I was, like, "Uh, what are you doing? Like, that's weird to me. And it triggered this 
all of a sudden everybody kind of went around and shared something personal. And the one that sticks out was this, um, this project manager we were working with and she had shared, they had, she had a big gap between her and her younger brother. And, um, like her dad like went to jail for something after she had graduated. So her and her brother had completely different upbringings mm-hmm. um, because their family was like, you know, all set and secure mm-hmm. while she was growing up and then not so much when he was growing up. He was growing up. Yep. Right. So it's, it's just, it's always, you know, one little story like that. You know, I think we talked about, you know, that meeting. I can't remember if, I don't know if you pick, if you know that meeting I'm talking about when we were all hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- I think that was the night I had told p- the, there were like six of us, maybe four or six of us. Were we in the cafeteria or like the break room? I think we're in, we're in one of the conference rooms on the oh, other side. Oh, we were in the conference room. Yeah. Yes, now I know. Yep, and now I, think, I remember. I think that was the – but we had two people, right? There was another person there that he did this. He does the same thing. He was the same person no matter what mm-hmm. whenever you talk to him. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, he and I, we just kind of played each off each other, right? So it just – I think it was very disarming. And it was like there was another woman there who was also like that, just like – it was just a bunch of us who are just the same. And mm-hmm. then we get Jess come out of her shell a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's where I worked with my therapist about this. Cause you and I have been talking about this for about a year and I can't get over the fact that I'm the only one who does this. And she helped me understand that you know, it's not me having different personas or being a different person. I'm not. What I'm really good at is being a chameleon. So adjusting adjusting my attitude or my language or my body language to my surroundings. Like I'm able to fit in in multiple crowds. I'm able to fit in with multiple types of people. And I think that's a really good thing about me. You can take me anywhere and you don't need to worry about me. <laughs> like I will fit in. <laughs> <laughs> and th- so like, that's the fun part about me, but also that's a part about me of, I learned at such a young age to, in order for me to be liked, in order for me to feel safe, in order for me to have control of the situation how I coped was to be a chameleon and how I I learned that at such a young age. Um, So that's what I do now. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm also trying to figure out where can I just be me no matter what. And as a mom, I can't be just me no matter what. Like I can't be the fun Jess going out with my girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) with my you know 10 year old daughter like she'd be like oh mom no don't do that please well she already does do that in some situations but i don't know yeah because i had had um yeah reinforcement that you know it's fine to be who you are and i've always been comfortable um if 
it, nobody else is there or if a, a, a small number of people are there, right? So, like, I remember one instance specifically. It was back when uh, I was a kid. We were at church. And after, like, the first thing, it was very social. And everybody's, like, doing all their, like, social things, which was a little a little fake, maybe a little bit fake. Um, and I, I didn't do that. I just, like, did my own thing. I was just standing against the wall waiting for the next thing to start so we could go to that. And my mom told me later, she's like, she's like, I thought it was really cool that you just stayed over there and did your own thing. And while everybody else was doing this, you know, kind of fakey fake thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I respect that too. And do you know how hard it is for me to have children who are like you and they're not like me? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, just go over there and hang out with people and they're like no mom i don't want to well yeah and then you know just i've always i I guess i've always had that kind of skill my whole life to pick up on people and Mm -hmm. so i've always surrounded myself with people that are which is the thing you're supposed to do right people that are accepting of you and people that build you up yeah and so i mean how could i have gotten anything other than that (laughs) yeah Right, because that's all. Those are all the people that I surround and I associate with, and that I spend my time with. So, yeah, that's you've learned that too. Like you've learned to surround yourself with people like that, whereas some people are not learning that. It's also a little bit of no fucks given too. I mean, at this point, like, <laughs> yes, it's kind of like, well, I want you to be like that. And it's like, well, I don't care. I mean, that's great. And that so, is an art <laughs> that is not easy for some people, and it's not mm-hmm. easy for me. It's not because you have to be able to deal with the fact that uh, people don't like you, and they will really not like you. They will 100% go out of their way to make it worse for you. And I had that. I've had that a couple times. Um, I had that. The fir- I think the first instance I really had that. I had that when I was young, too. It was all church, though. It was all church? Is that what she said? I think early on is that's where that's where that kind of stuff happened, where I, huh. like, ran into fake people. Um, but, yeah, in, like, college. Yeah, I had a roommate that he was out to get me. He just didn't like me mm-hmm. just because I was different. And you just didn't care. And that's you didn't care. <laughs> not having different personas. That's just you being you and not caring. And that's authenticity. And that's super respectful. And... And I don't think I'm not being authentic. Like, I'm still being authentic by me adjusting, like, how I talk to people based off of the environment. Like, I'm still being myself. Um, but I'm just really good at uh, adjusting Again, based on my environment. It comes off weird, right? So, like, somebody like me who can pick up on that, like, you can yes. tell... You're just like, well, this isn't this isn't 100% the person. Like, something's missing here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, we'd, we kind of started around the same time. But it probably wasn't until that, I don't even know how long ago that meeting was. It had to have been at how least did we two meet? or three years. So, like, we know each other through work. Yep. And we... We haven't really worked on a project together, though. Mm-mm. But we 
work through lots of issues together. Like, what about this? How are you dealing with this? Like, how can we, like, have you dealt with this? And I think that's actually the first time that we probably interacted was um, you were at a place and reached out for some questions about getting stuff set up. I think that was the first time we chatted. Mm-hmm. And just so to be fair, like in that conversation, I was not like, she's super, yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. To be fair. To be fair. That's how they do it on the show. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Um, Yeah, I didn't, you were like, that was you. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, there wasn't anything different. Can I tell you how hard it is to be a female in a male dominated environment? Like in technology, being a female, I do need to act as though I know what I'm doing. And I, I need to have this, like, don't mess with me. Don't F with me. Don't question me. Like I need to, I need to have this badass persona in order for me to be taken seriously. Because if I am myself, which is a little more laid back, a little more goofy, I laugh, giggle a lot. If I come across that way with, you know, men who have been in the industry for 30 years and they're sensing that weakness in me, I'm not going to get anything out of them. You know, so I do have to really have this. um... That's a, that's a really good point. Cause I've, I feel like in that, that respect, I have been lucky that I have never had to witness that. Mm-hmm. I have heard stories from a lot of female colleagues yep. about those things happening, but I've never had to, I've never seen it, which is, I'm very fortunate um, in that respect. So I, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, that's like a hundred percent an advantage that I have. Right. Cause like all that you're like, I can't do that. And I'm like, that's like, that's exactly what I do all the time. And like, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. You can walk in and do that <laughs> and not be looked at differently. And I walk in and I do the exact same thing. And I'm blonde. I'm ditzy. I am not intelligent. Um, I'm not going to be taken seriously. Hmm. And so growing up as a female leader, there is a persona that you have to wear I am more mature in my leadership abilities now to where I can break that down. I can come across as more myself, but from 25 to 35, I couldn't. Yeah, that's a good point. And being a mom, like then all of a sudden you have Oh, you know, there goes Jess again. She's crying in the bathroom. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's because I've been up all night with a toddler and an infant and my mom is dying and you're not listening to me. So, yeah, I'm going to be crying in the bathroom, but I can't tell all the senior architects and senior VPs and senior executives that I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) because i mean people get tired though (laughs) that's that's one thing that bothers me actually like i don't i hate it that people feel the need 
especially women feel the need to have to change their communication style so that it's more accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause even like, I just say whatever in an email, like I don't have to add anything to it. Um, mm-hmm. and I like it when people communicate the way that they communicate. Cause I feel like, I feel like an email, I can tell when it's not how they would normally speak to. Yep. <laughs> Your email. When was it on Friday? Your status was very statusy, and I wasn't prepared for that. I'm like, oh wow, he's like, he means business. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it's. I mean, that's setting stuff up, right? Because it's. I know. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I know, you know the audience, and I know the position that I put myself in. Yep. And I lean full into it. Yep. <laughs> And so it was right. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't raise a red flag and then not cap it off in a succinct manner. And so, yes, it was not, it was definitely not my, that's it. But that's exactly how I was, that's it. How I wrote it down is basically how it came out of my head. Yep. Um, And I could tell, but I could tell you had a point and you had, um, (laughs) you were meaning business. Yeah. It's normally I'm super loosey goosey and it bugs the Mm -hmm. crap out of people a lot. Yeah, I can't be loosey goosey. I mean, I can, but I won't get anywhere. Well, I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Maybe you do know. I do know. But now you're like, now you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I still do, though. So just this last weekend, I had an issue with my best friend like her and I had our first argument this weekend and I tried going to bed saying I don't care I don't give an f (laughs) but I do I care so much and again that's not the I don't give an f persona doesn't work well for me well and that's not a good persona for me yeah and to make a distinction there's a difference between not caring and what goes through my head which is anxiety right so like yeah. i don't care but anxiety makes me think through everything a hundred thousand times um the same like i was telling my wife um because i was like it's like one of like a handful of times i've ever talked to her. like she doesn't know what i do they don't like no my they don't understand anything and so <laughs> she just caught me she just caught me at a time and i'm like Bleh! and <laughs> I'm like, I know you don't understand what I'm saying. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) But like I told her, I'm like, the problem is like this doesn't actually bother me, but my anxiety has been kicked off. So now I'm having conversations in my head that haven't happened that aren't going to happen for a day or two. And I'm having 15 different conversations. And then when I have those conversations, they don't actually go that way. They go some other completely different way. Mm Mm-hmm. So. See, you have multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> you have people talking in your brain. No, it's just me. It's just me. Oh, you don't hear different voices? <laughs> no, not really. I don't hear different not voices. Really. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, the story that you're making up in your head is... And that's where your brain starts going. You keep on telling yourself different stories 
like here's what how is it going to go this way and here's what the is going to happen over here and here's the chain reaction um and i feel like sometimes i'm psychic i feel like sometimes i know what's going to happen even though it hasn't and so like if i say this this is what's going to happen if i do this this is what's going to happen and that parallel paralyzes me and so i'm very much working through that anxiety and everything that's going through my head as well and i just stop i just don't act because i'm a, like I don't know what to do because I know all the outcomes. Hmm. Uh, that's while you're thinking through it. That's not when it's actually happening. No, while I'm thinking through it. Yeah. I wonder. No, I think I was still doing stuff when I was thinking through it. I definitely have. Um, like I've noticed. I'd been super stressed out recently and I noticed that I was just in this really weird place where I would like, I had a million things to do and I wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've never really done that before. And I never picked up on it if I did, mm -hmm. but I just all of a sudden notice I'm like, why am I like out of all the things I could do, this doesn't accomplish any of them. Like, why am I doing that? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, well, back to our persona. So after a year of us arguing about this, you now agree that having different personas is kind of normal and you're the only one. I th It might be. It might be. Who doesn't do this. Well, maybe Steve. I feel like Steve's the same. Yeah, I do feel like Steve's the same. Steve's the other well, guy. Well, now I guy. need someone else who is on my side, though. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure he was like squarely on your side. Actually, I I feel like between the two, I was the I was the odd person out, or between the three, that I was mm -hmm. the one that thought that everybody was that it was weird that you would have personas, but he came at it from a right. He was wanting to drill down into not a. I think I had one of the things I talked about. So like, I I'm the same, but not everybody gets to see all the content that I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a super weird way to put it, but like that is. So as an example, so we we're getting together for Easter one year and, um, for the picture on the invite, I, it was a picture of, a a road with a Easter basket and broken eggs and a tire mark, which I thought was hilarious. And my wife, who's known me for a really long time, had, I show it to her, she's like, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, we're on the same page. And right before I posted it, I'm like, oh, I don't know that I've ever made a joke like that before to my family. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I was afraid. It's just because they were never around. It was content that you haven't shown <laughs> them yet. And so mm -hmm. I think Steve contends that that is a little bit of a persona. And I'm like, but I'm not changing anything because, it, like, I didn't, I didn't not do it. I still did it. I just all of a sudden realized, like, well, I don't know how this is going to go over with them because I don't know. I, you know, I don't know that they know how sarcastic they don't how sarcastic I am. Mm -hmm. Like, we and we talked about this too. You know, people at work. I'm really immature, and nobody's ever seen that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of them have in meetings. I have. <laughs> 
But like, so somebody says something stupid, right? That you could easily say that's what she said after. And I know, that's I love it. all I can think. And I'm laughing to myself and everybody else is super serious and to me. I'm like, I want to say this so bad because I think it's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it might get you fired. Uh, okay, so while you were telling that story, it made me actually think about something that just happened today. So I had another coworker, not name any names. She reached out to me and said, I am so happy that the fun, loving, eye twinkling, smiling Jessica is back. <laughs> It's been six years since I've seen her, and she is better than what she was before. Oh, that's nice. And I started crying. Like, I'm waiting in line to pick the kids up from school, and I'm crying as I'm reading this. And she's right. I mean, the past six years of my life have been very stressful. And so that persona or the the way of me controlling my situation was controlling me. You know, I had to be this and I had to be that. And I, I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. And I had to really control my situation. Um, and so maybe it's not a persona thing. Maybe it's just a me thing. And Again, like I was saying earlier, how I control the situation is by controlling my personality or my way of communication or my way of being in different environments. And now that I've, I'm coming back to me, maybe that will change. Maybe that will alter now. And maybe I can be more authentic to the silly, fun, you know, I, you know, like that smile. I don't know. Uh, so I would... Uh, you can't lump communication styles in with personas because it is 100% acceptable to change your communication style. Like that is that is how you do it, right? In interpersonal communication, the rule is, oh man, I love talking about this. <laughs> the rule is what is effective and efficient for you is not effective and efficient for other people. Mm. So if you go to someone, I, the reason, you know, a, a lot of us at work communicate so well is because we're, we're very similar as far as communication styles go. Um, and we struggle, or a lot of people may struggle with the same people within our organization because of their different communication style. And they don't understand how best to communicate with that person because mm -hmm. um, they don't they don't know their personality style. So that's what, it's totally valid to change your communication style. I do it. <laughs> yeah, well, you ha it's the know your audience. You know, we talk about that all the time in our, our roles. Like, as the role that we play, we need to know who we're communicating to. Are we communicating up? Are we communicating down? Are we communicating to our peers? It's just different. But I then think, the how you communicate, I think, comes out. I don't know, doesn't it? What do you mean, how? Like, if I'm going to be communicating up to executives and leadership... The, my communication, like the content can be the same, but the how I deliver it can be me. And then how I communicate to the team, the content 
can be there, but then how I communicate can be me. I don't know. Yeah. So this would be right. We're, uh, I'd like to use the disc method for personality tests or personality styles and whether or not you believe in the science, I'm doing air quotes, the science behind personality tests that it's mostly hokum or not the ability to pick up on uh, some key features of a person and tie those to a way they communicate is an advantage, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to automatically modify your style, right? So I know I am a high eye in the disc, mm -hmm. which is influencer. Mm -hmm. um, and I know, for example, my wife is not, she is more of the, is it the steady, the S? No, no, she's not the driver. She is more of the, and like the key thing is, um, like what that I pick up on for her is what happens when you push on them. So like for me in the high eye, I'm assuming that this is probably more your style too, where, um, and this is where my, I don't give a fuck comes in is if, <laughs> if you push on that person, um, or you piss them off, they will avoid you and not to like a little bit, like they will walk on the other side of the room to avoid you, like completely avoid you. Um, and this other personality style that my wife is, um, if you push on that person and piss them off, like a manager or something needs something, they will do that for them that one time. Mm. And then they won't do it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, like, mm. that's kind of, I picked up on, that's kind of how she was. And that was from, you know, her talking about work and stuff is that yeah, that was her style. But it made it a lot easier when, because, you know, we got married when we were young they don't you don't learn anywhere unless you go to post-secondary um you don't learn anything about interpersonal communication conflict resolution like none of that stuff and so it's been helpful for me to understand communication styles so that i can change mine to better communicate with her i'm not always successful i still make bonehead mistakes that's how it goes <laughs> but because <laughs> that's what will happen in every relationship yeah so just when you first meet somebody and you pick up on you know, the way, like, so the, the client that we work with now, right. Um, you know, that working with them is, uh, they're more of a driver. So if you want something from them, you need to explain a lot of detail and you need to be able to block at least two to three objections that they might come up with mm -hmm. when you like on your initial meeting. And if you do those things, like you'll be able to open the lines of communication pretty, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And so I, well, I, it's gaining trust. Yeah. That's what you just did. You gained their trust by being able to answer their questions. Yeah. And so that's the thing though. That is not how I would normally communicate. Like I don't need details. It's no big deal. Hmm. Yeah. We'll do that thing. Yeah. We'll just do, we'll do that thing. You always say that <laughs> we'll do that thing. <laughs> but, and even now, like working, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. I, so, yeah. I mean, we could communication could be a whole separate one because I could talk about that forever. Um, mm -hmm. But I think I think I would agree with that. I think I'd agree with that comment. Maybe not six years, but and probably it's been a little bit more recent. And I may have interacted with you a lot more um, 
than they have over the last year or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, right? Promoted. Uh, our organization's very old. What's the term I use? Good old boys club. (laughs) (laughs) Very good old boys club. (laughs) Right. And so, yep. And then, uh, um, yeah. And then you had some personal stuff happen. That'll, that'll take the wind out of anybody's sails for a period of time. And it's just life. It is just life. And I think that's where my therapy for the past two years has been a godsend. And I'm beyond grateful because the first question, actually the reason why I went to therapy, because I didn't know the answer to how do you love yourself? I didn't know how to answer that question. And oh, so see, maybe... like, so I just want to make so many inappropriate jokes right now. Like, like, like the first thing that went through my head was the right hand. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, then I'm like, well, no, I can't do that. Cause she's not a guy. And I'm like, it just it is it like literally spiraled out of control in like five seconds in your brain totally <laughs> well, we had that do you remember we did for the wellness thing um this poor this poor person had this great idea um that february was the month of self-love right <laughs> i kind of turned that into a dirty joke and completely ruined it for that person but i mean it was supposed to be the like you pay t- you take care of yourself and I'm like, oh yeah, self love over there. Self love, yeah. How do you take care of yourself? <laughs> Anyone who works with me knows that I have more men thoughts that go through my brain <laughs> than anyone <laughs> than men do. So yeah, you can always uh, say inappropriate jokes <laughs> with me <laughs> if I'm not already saying them myself. Yeah, so like that's the issue, right? Is this happens at work, and I have to keep a straight face. I can't. So I, I've been I, trying. Sometimes to... I just say it though. <laughs> that's where I've gotten bad over the past couple of years is because I have been really starting to like just know myself, and I'm funny. There are times <laughs> where I'm just really funny, <laughs> and I never thought of myself as funny. I was told I wasn't funny, and I was told that like okay don't talk and so i'm i'm really starting to come into my funniness (laughs) i'm like really in a bad spot like i'm still spiraled out of control like yep just joke after joke (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah Okay, so sorry, I'm sorry. Before I completely, we talked about loving myself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a touching way, in an emotional way. Oh yeah, emotional touching. (laughs) I need some emotional touching. I need lots of emotional "I love yous," (laughs) but. I think maybe that has a lot to do with like my different personas as well. Just not knowing myself as much as I really needed to. And so the chameleon in me 
again, was a way for my inner child to control things and my inner child, like that's how I was able to cope with stressful situations at such a young age. And so the stress in my life over the past 10 years has forced me to not be my authentic self or to change who I am for those around me. Um, so I, so now I'm flipping to your side <laughs> saying you are right that there should not be personas and you need to love yourself to know who you are and to be your authentic self. So I'm flipping to your side. You're flipping to my side. Oh, no, no. I, I think not having them is the best. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm agreeing that there are people that do it. I think that there are people that do, you know, personas. I I haven't run across very many of them. Not very many people talk about it. Not very many people are as open as I am when it comes to like, yeah, I'm going to change who I am. I have my kids around. Well, I'm going to see crazy Jessica going on a stripper pole. <laughs> you're not, but I could tell. Like, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, I could tell, I can tell when, I can tell when people are turning it on or not. So, like I said, like when we first chatted, like that was just, that was a hundred percent you, right? We were talking, it was about work. So it's exactly what I expected. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, further interactions at work, there were walls up like a hundred percent. There were some walls mm -hmm. up. <laughs> Which you is have not, to. That's not a bad thing. Like there's nothing no. wrong with that. No, you have to. And like I, I'm just going to reiterate, as a female leader, it's very important to come across as a leader, as the calm in the storm, as the one who has a direction or who is able to articulate ways that people can support and move the business forward. <clears throat> that's what you know, that's why I'm also in my role is because I am able to do that, but I'm also. But you're like that. Like, that's you, right? You're chill. Yeah. The the word that I had used for me was unflappable. That was from my intellectual friend. Unflappable. Unfla he put that in one of the reviews. I'm like, you come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, though. I love that. I'm like, just use even keel like everybody else. <laughs> Even keel. No, I like unflappable. As, I mean, you know, it's like that's, yeah, this role that we play, it's, um, we, we've all been there. Like, you've had people come to you and they're like, their world is exploding, and you're like, cool, I'll help you out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I and got you, girl. It's, but it's like a, right again, um, because I don't, people come to me with problems like that, and I'm like, all right. I'm like, we'll get taken care of. Yeah, and we'll I've run in, I've run into a handful of people that get super pissed that I'm not like, well, my hair's, your hair's on fire. My hair's on fire too. Let's do this. Like, I'm not like that. I'm like, you keep your hair on fire. I don't have a lot left, so I'll just keep this. <laughs> I'll keep what I have. <laughs> I'm like, I'll help you. <laughs> and actually that's what just happened this last weekend. I had my best friend come with, come to me being pissed and she's like why are you not pissed you need to be pissed with me and I'm like no that's just not who I am like I'm here to calm you down I'm here like the best part about our role and what you and I do so well and people like us 
is that we're going to walk in front of our friends and our coworkers to protect them. We're going to be like, okay, I, I'm going to be your shield. We're going to walk behind them to see everything that's going on in front. We're going to be like, okay, I'm going to walk behind you so that I can see what's coming. And then I'm going to walk beside you because we are friends and we are coworkers and I'm going to be in it with you. I'm not going to let you do this by yourself. And so like, that is me to a core. I'm not just one person who's going to be in front or back or onto the side. I'm all of it. I'm around you. And that's, that is me. That's me being authentic and genuine with everyone around me. Yeah. So, I'm really, I'm really glad that you've grown up in the last hour. <laughs> Do you, okay. I know you can't see me, but I am flicking you off. <laughs> Or giving you the oh the, yes, that's um, it. Ross, the Ross, Ross and uh, Monica. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taking me two years to grow up. The best advice I got was, "You're crazy. You need therapy." I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I do. And look at where I'm at today. Is that like your Jack Ma other half that said that to you? Because that's rude. <laughs> That is a rude. I mean, yeah, I, good for you that it worked out, but rude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need therapy, which I shit I did. There, so there is not a person alive that couldn't benefit from therapy, and if you don't think that you do, you probably need it more than a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's <laughs> just not sorry. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, I I really wish health insurances would say everyone gets at least two therapy sessions a year. Like that's free. Kind of like your health checkups. You get like a checkup. You should have two therapy sessions. If you're diagnosed with anxiety or depression, you should have at least one therapy session a month. Or if you're going through a traumatizing event, um, whatever that traumatizing event is, you should at least go two times a month. I would love for that to be a part of your healthcare plan. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be, I mean, I wish mental health wasn't like said in like a negative connotation. Like we don't talk about health in a negative way most of the time. Right. And so mm -hmm. mental health is really just like the recognition that, you know, you have a brain and it needs to be taken care of, right? Singers take care of their voices. That's how they have yeah. such long careers. And so same thing with your emotions and your your brain. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's I a whole I'm, other thing we could talk about. I know. I hope after COVID, people realize that mental health is, health is as important. Because COVID's really going to, it already has messed people up, but it's going to make it worse. It was, it was really bad. Um, yeah. It was tough. It probably took me six months to calm down from being stuck at home all the time. Because mm -hmm. it's like, and it was like an immediate, I track like my sleep and stuff since I have every sleep issue, right? This is mm -hmm. a fun fact we can talk about. There are two kinds of insomnia, one where you can't fall asleep and one where you can fall asleep. And I have both. Oh, yes. I remember you can't fall asleep that. and stay asleep. You can't fall asleep and you can't stay asleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so like the day that that all like kicked off, there was like a huge, a significant change in my pattern, my sleeping pattern. I had this really good, like REM deep light sleep cycle that I'd been working on. And that just got completely destroyed. I'm still not back there yet. I'm getting back there, but it takes a lot of hard work. But it was like, yeah, it was immediate. Screwed everything up. Did you try the call map? No, I haven't tried that yet. I got to try, try that. it. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's why I got it for you. It's because I knew that you needed it. Yes, try I have it. Tonight. I do. Yeah, I do keep. I still I got to install it. That's what I got to do. Oh, my God. I'm going to take your phone. I'm coming over. I'm going to take your phone and install it for you. <laughs> Well, thank you for the conversation about this. Yeah, this is fun. I'm glad you are on my side now. <laughs> and I'm glad you're on my side. <laughs> yes, all that talk. And we flip-flopped slash didn't do anything. <laughs> That's kind of what I expected out of this. <laughs> Just knowing you. That's kind of what I expected. Well, you got to be open to having your mind changed on stuff, right? And just thinking through, you know. Yeah, I think the thing that was me was chatting with that other person, and they were like, "Yeah, you have the skill that I don't have." Like that was a big eye opener for me because that was just like three weeks ago. I'm like, "Oh, wait, what? Like people have a disadvantage? I have an advantage somewhere? Are you kidding me?" Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then your points about you know, surviving just because of your gender, which is dumb. I know. Happy International Women's Day. Today yeah. is March 8th. And it's actually been really fun celebrating the women around me. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of little females in my life. And regular size. You do females. have lots yeah. of little females and lots so. of big, like, powerful females in yeah. your life. So you are very lucky. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, a, you know, they, they don't, it's never like, oh, yeah, well, you're, you know, that just, it doesn't exist in that space. It's not like we can't do certain things because of the gender. Mm-hmm. There are certainly like physical limitations, but mm-hmm. aside from that, your ideas aren't good because you're not a man. That is dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so dumb. Tell me about it. <laughs> so it's still happening though. It still goes on. I know. Like that's. It. I mean, yeah. And I don't. That's what I hear, and it's like really irritating to me that that happens. Mm-hmm. Is it? And I have had like. I've, I, my, so my experience with this has been in gaming only. And so Overwatch was a game that I still play that they're getting ready for Overwatch two to come out. But, um, to me, that was that game changed things as far as female gamers go. And it's not all of a sudden there were more it's, um, all of a sudden there was a game that they could identify with. They were playing games before, probably in the same numbers, but, um, I don't know why dudes did this super weird thing where they're like, Oh my gosh, it's a girl. First of all, it's probably not a girl. It's probably a woman. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and second of all, so what? I know. Um, and so I did have an instance where we we're playing game. We we're playing this game. You know, there's six people on a team. There were five guys, one one female, and we were in. We're all in voice chat, and like there were these like comments that were being said to this female player. And I'm like, I couldn't tell if they knew each other, like her and this other guy, if they knew each other or not. But finally I'd had enough. I'm like, I'm like, all right. I'm like that you guys, you got to stop. I'm like, this is not cool. And mm-hmm. I all of a sudden became the bad guy and everybody oh, really? was tell Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I'm like, all right, this isn't cool. I'm like, you guys got to knock it off. Like there's no reason I'm for out. to talk like this. And then, I was, I was the the weird one, right? They're all like, mm-hmm. "Oh, kill yourself, get out of here!" Like gamer words all over the place. I'm like, oh, "Okay, guys, yeah, mature, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's I've seen, I don't like. I remember I was at the bank one time, and this female teller, and the the dude was totally flirting with her and hitting on her, and I could, dude, I don't know how to. I couldn't if somebody's hitting on me and I didn't want it. I don't know how to do it nicely. But like I watched her, right? I'm like, that's a whole separate skill. Like mm-hmm. I've never had to use, skill. right? Because <laughs> and I realized like, not only was she doing it to like to let him down, but there's like a safety thing mm-hmm. where it's like, if she doesn't do it the right way, like he could get really mad, which is dumb. Mm-hmm. So I have to like, so I watched that, and I'm like, this is this is horrible. Cause he hit yeah. her like four times and like, I don't know how many times you have to be told no five different ways, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a challenge, but again, that's a whole nother yeah. conversation. There's like a whole million other ones. I feel like we started about personas and like really got off track. The self-love thing really did it. Jess, I'm disappointed. You couldn't keep it on track. It was your <laughs> dirty thoughts, <laughs> which got me into it then too. That's the that's the thing. The great thing about being sober all the time, or most of the time, I'm like I hardly ever drink, but mm-hmm. yeah, all those thoughts are mine. <laughs> are mine, <laughs> just, right? And I just the drunker people get, the funnier I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, it was fun chatting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to close these things out. I guess we'll have another one at some point about something. <laughs> Come listen. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Ideas. Know. If you have any ideas, let us know. Yeah, we wrote some down. We'll figure something out. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll figure. It. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that'll yeah. That'll be how we end it. Don't worry, Don't about, worry it. about it. That's what she said. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>